Hello and welcome to Habemus Papam, episode 136, John the 14th. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Habemus Papam. Hey everyone, today's Pope was born Peter Panova, and he was originally from Pavia in northern Italy. And this is going to start the trend we've seen up until today of Popes taking different names than their actual name. We really, from here on out, it's more of a rarity if someone takes their own name. We know really little about his childhood other than he eventually entered the clergy and he was elected Bishop of Pavia at some point in the middle of the 10th century. In 966, he's listed as the Chancellor of Otto II, the Holy Roman Emperor, and so thus he's in charge in many ways of the administration of the entire empire. He was generally credited with being a good administrator and a kind man. In April of 983, Otto II sent Peter as a representative to a council in Rome to help settle a dispute between different monasteries. And not long afterwards, Pope Benedict VII died, and Otto, who was in town, appointed Peter as Pope in November of 983. It helps that you know and are the chancellor to the emperor, so he's going to pick you to be the next Pope. Peter took the name John, and thus became Pope John Fourteenth. But unfortunately, Pope John did not last very long. The whole story of his papacy is one of his eventual downfall. Not long after his consecration as Pope, Otto II died of dysentery in Rome at one of the palaces near St. Peter. So, yeah, it helps when you have the emperor on your side, but when he dies, then all of a sudden you're very weak and open to other uh, machinations. Otto II was buried in St. Peter's Basilica, and you can go see his tomb today in the Vatican grottoes underneath St. Peter's. And in fact, this is super cool, and one of my favorite little tidbits about St. Peter's Basilica, but you can also see the original lid of the sarcophagus, which was made out of the rich and rare porphyry stone, red porphyry stone. And it was taken during the rebuilding of St. Peter's, which we'll talk about many episodes from now. And the architects flipped it upside down and turned it into the baptistry. And that's super awesome in terms of symbolism, because in baptism, we enter into the priestly, prophetic, and kingly life of Jesus Christ. And so to have this association with royalty, with the tomb of an emperor, but also in baptism, we die. We die with Christ, and then death is flipped upside down. The tomb is opened, and so we have this open lid, and we ascend and resurrect with Christ. And so Otto II, uh, who plays a part in our story, an unfortunate part in this case, but he has this really awesome history and cool grave that you can see if you go to Rome today. Now back to Rome 983. Otto II, who is really holding everything together, is now dead. And his son, who is just a small child, is put on the throne as Otto III. And his mother, who's a Byzantine princess, serves as the regent but you can bet this will probably end badly. Everyone seems to start rebelling because, of course, the emperor is just a child. And some of the uh, followers of the anti-pope Boniface VII decide to start rebelling as well. You remember him from last episode. Now, the faction brought about a successful coup, captured the pope in April of 984, and locked him in Castel San Angelo. And the pope was left to rot in the castle, and after four months, he died. Most likely, he was murdered by the orders of Boniface VII. Now, as a little side note, which will bear fruit down the line, the Liber Pontificalis lists two Pope John XIVs in its official list. There's John XIV during his time freely governing as Pope, and John XIV during his imprisonment, and it's even listed as John XIV II or John XIV B. 
And it's, of course, the same person. There's no two John the 14th. But the listing of two John the 14th is going to be really confusing down the road when we get to future Johns. And then to add to that confusion now, John the 14th is succeeded by John the 15th, but only after a brief interlude with Antipope Boniface running things. But we'll have to wait and sort all that stuff out next week. Thanks for listening to Habemus Papam. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbitespodcast.com or find us on iTunes. Thank you and God bless you.